check, check it, Baby, bet, ayy, Cobra Rex, ayy, couple Grammys on him, couple packs, ayy, that's a fat, ayy, throw it back, ayy, throw it back, ayy, and this one is for the champions, ayy, lost this, I be getting yo. funny how you said it was the yeah, yo, then I went did it again, yo, I told you long ago on the road, I got what they went. You listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take you in off to be the athletics department and occasionally the OVC. Thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Lightband offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I'm Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin podcast. Podcast already dreading the parking situation on Monday. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? I am not so bad. Won't be good Monday. Won't be the best month on Monday. There's a lot of people already out there. There is. There is a lot of Trying to drive through campus is like trying to just, you can't, you're trying to dodge people with the car. They're all walking and carrying boxes in the street. Well, now, you see, that's the, the, that's the conventional logic, but if you uh, don't care about other people. How many people have you hit today? You know what? I don't think that's one of the bullet points. <laughs> I think you should answer it either way. I don't think that's one of the bullet points. You that know what is one of the bullet five. points? You know what is one of the bullet points? Sure, you tell me. We got we got some new staffers coming in here around the Austin P. Athletics Department. Athletics. Athletics. That's not a word. No, it ain't. All right. All right. We're <laughs> we're rocking and rolling here on this fine whatever afternoon this is. Men's basketball filling out the support staff for the upcoming year. We've got Jason Quarles as the strength and conditioning coach. We've got Jarrell Chavis doing player development. We've got Graham Dale as our GA for the upcoming year. Yeehaw. That's usually the part where you step in and then say something insightful. And am I, what am I supposed to say insightful? Well, I coach basketball. Uh, I can do that basketball. Well, you could it's also, your team, not you, mine. You could also just dovetail us straight into the next group, which is the football Football, yeah, they've football. got some new hires. Football staffing and coaching and adding of new faces all up and down. It, it truly, truly takes a village over in football. Yeah, they got a – what do they got? They got a um, new trainer. Got a new Lauren, trainer. Lauren Norton. Lauren Norton. New D-line coach, Chris Jones. Uh, new senior offensive analyst, Antonio Bradford from Tennessee State. Also from the NFL. Yeah, the NFL. The the NFL. Uh, Adam Ricketts as video coordinator. Emily Cotton as director of on-campus recruiting. Lawson Hammond of head of Baylor as the head equipment manager. So a lot of people making the engine purr over for Governor's football. Yeah, exciting times. And with the addition of staff as a new year rolls into place, schedules. We do have schedules. We do got some schedules. We did that scheduling. We did those schedulings. Do we I mean, like to go first with the schedulings? I mean, obviously, we got to start with the big one, cross country. Yeah, I mean, the biggest. Five meets, three in Nashville, two just over the border in Murray and Owensboro. Keeping it local, keeping it close this year. Uh, just a couple months, really, for uh, 
cross country start in September at Belmont's event and before November gets going at the OVC championships think on the same course as a matter of fact so where are they running that Nashville uh Warner Park's usually where they go isn't that where they, I think that's where they do the high school meet? I'm sure. I, no, it's a different part of it. Okay. They yeah. did this old oh, steeplechase. Yeah, no, different. Okay. definitely a different part of it. Yeah. I, I remember in, in my misspent youth, I once ran that. I did not have a good time. I had an awful I time. I watched my brother run that race four times. I never once ran it myself. Uh, I, I ran it once. I was going to say, I feel like he was running in a very different part of the race than you were. Yeah, yeah he was. He... He, he was looking at, like, an open course. You were looking at the backs of people. He uh, probably would have beat me. Uh, he, he probably beat me, and we didn't even race in the same race. That's how That's how far behind I finished. Probably. Probably. Anyway, men's anyway. women's basketball also released this week. Last week? I don't know. The weeks have all melded together. It's been a minute since we did this, but... Uh, in addition to the usual suspects, well, not even the usual suspects, as we've lost two of those numbers uh, in Eastern Kentucky and Jacksonville State, in addition to the remaining Ohio Valley Conference schedule. Yeah, the ones that stayed. On the men's basketball side, a big-time schedule for this year. I mean, this is going to be a tough one on the road. You're, you're looking at <laughs> some, some real challenges from opening up at home with UT Southern. That's not necessarily what I mean by it. Martin job. Methodist, for those of you that don't know. Yeah, yeah. Formerly known, the artist formerly known as Martin Methodist. From there, the Govs play seven of the next eight on the road against, here's this gauntlet, Southern Illinois, Purdue, Fort Wayne, Dayton, Howard, TCU, North Florida, South Florida, Vanderbilt. Where do you play TCU at? In Tampa? No, we play them at Texas Christian. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that, that Thanksgiving weekend, we, we do the old Howard TCU back to Nashville journey. Makes sense, as one does. Women have a pretty tough little road stretch in the middle, too. Uh, oh, they're going to play North Alabama at home, which we went down there last year, so that makes sense. Then they're going to go to Butler. They're going to play Davidson and Tulsa in Florida. Then they're going to play Bellarmine, UNC Asheville, and Gardner-Webb. The Bellarmine one's the only other home game in there. They're going to travel little weekend trip to North Carolina to play those other two. We do have one final pre-Christmas tune-up before the league schedule gets going at home, and that one's against Western Kentucky. Got three former Govs coming in here as head coaches of various fine institutions this year. Kevin Easley at Life for the exhibition contest, Dugan Line at UT Southern, and, of course, Rick Stansberry now at Western Kentucky. Be some fun basketball. Who do we open up conference play? UT Martin in the Dunn Center. UT Martin in the Dunn Center on December 30th. They don't have a WNBA player on their women's team anymore, so well, good news for the Guffs. They might. <laughs> they might have a future one. They just don't have a current one. Well, the one that was terrorizing the Guffs for the past couple years. Yeah, that's, that's the thing about UT Martin. They, uh, they tend to reload pretty well in that little sport. Yeah, they're pretty good. They are pretty good. Yeah, Pat Summit's name all over that building. It helps. Probably it can't hurt. Volleyball prediction came down this week. Govs pick third. People just don't realize that Taylor Mott's the coach. Yeah. I, I, I would. It's like we were talking about something yesterday, and we were picking, like, teams from our head coaches, and I was, like, picking my team, and I was, like, I don't know what we're doing here, but I want Taylor Mott. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really matter what the what what we're contesting for. If Taylor Mott's thrown her hand into the ring, 
she's got a better than I want her on my team. She's got a better than puncher chance of winning whatever the the competition is going to be. Brooke Moore picked for all OVC. I mean, her fourth preseason all OVC. Cody said it might be the first one to ever do that. That's a that's a tough pull considering that you can't do that for the conference bylaws stipulate that you can't do that for uh, freshmen. So she's one sophomore, junior, senior, and then super senior. Super senior. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Brooke Moore still good at the old volleyball. Hey, uh, they've got some players down there. I've been watching practice. There's a JUCO transfer. And I don't remember her name right this moment. Woo-hoo-hoo. She's so, getting up. So impressive, you don't remember her name. I just watched her practice, and I recognized her from the headshot, and she is getting up and putting them down. So impressed by what you're seeing that you don't even bother to remember the name. I am dearly sorry. I assume you're looking it up. I, w- I, I am. I am looking it up. She was the Juco, Juco Player of the Year last year. The Juco Player of the Year. Maybe last it was the D two Juco Player Maybe of the Year. Maybe it was the D two Juco Player of the Year last year. Might that be Michaela Powell? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. She seems like she's quite good. Yeah. Uh, watched her hit a couple balls in practice yesterday, and let me tell you, the OVC in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. If big if you figure out a way to stop Brooke Moore, there's that. Don't forget, Claire Darling set the, like the single game attack percentage record last year. Uh, did Tegan Searing die? Nobody told me, or is she still here? She, I think, I think she had some injury things last year, but I think but she's, she's still awesome. Right? No, she's back. She's ready to go. Pretty good at setter. Got Kelsey Mead, Caroline Waite, also back for a fifth year. That can't hurt. Probably uh, not. I'm trying to think who else on that team. I mean, I don't think Taylor McInerney. Oh yes, here's another one. Marlena Bullington moving from just beach volleyball Ooh. back indoor. And she was the OVC Beach Volleyball Freshman of the Year last year. I don't know what the translation in game to game there is, but but she's good on the beach court. Can't be bad indoor. Also a group of freshmen, Travis LeBlanc's really excited about. Travis, did, Travis did, didn't love how you said that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> also, you forgot Carly Graham. Carly Graham blocking in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations third, to third, Carly, third con- though, sure. Why not? <laughs> congratulations to Carly Graham and her Milwaukee Bucks. She wore her Bucks shirt to uh, photo day. She was very excited about it. Good for that. her. Good for her. I like to see that pride. A couple of women's soccer exhibition games in the books ahead of the start of the regular season, which will be possibly as soon as you hear this podcast tomorrow, Thursday, whatever day. Yeah, at Western. Yeah, at Western. Anyway, what do we like? I like Claro scoring two goals in 15 minutes in the first exhibition. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Um, let's see. I liked the defense, they gave up two goals in their exhibitions. They were both, both off on pit penalty kicks. So maybe a little more discipline in the box. But besides that. Also, they were running pretty light in the box right. due to some injuries I think as that, well. I think the defensive efforts were pretty good. Uh, Lindsey McMahon on that set piece. We haven't had a great. I don't remember had, a set piece goal in a couple of years. We have not had size like Lindsey McMahon. On set pieces where she can, I mean, she just went Since Renee, over. but she's taller than Renee. Oh, yeah, easily. And Renee was the best option we had on set pieces for, for a couple of years. And last year, we really didn't have any great options. Well, and also Renee, because she kicked so well, you also wanted you her wanted to. Renee. It's like Tori Case. You're like, you, Tori Case is not like, she's one of our taller players. But she, you want her to You want Tori Case taking the kick. And yeah. now you've got Lindsay McMahon in there. Yeah. I'm looking for, I, I personally am looking forward to three plus years of uh, Case to McMahon uh, on set pieces. I, I, think, I think that's going to be beneficial. They've got a really good, I mean, they've got a dozen freshmen. Don't get me wrong. They are very young, but they also have a 
It's a very solid group of 15 returners. Claire LaRose, Gibson Ross, super seniors. And uh, very experienced in goal. After Last year they weren't very experienced in goal. Chloe and Peyton had never started a game, but they both had good years. And They're both back. I know the, the, the numbers will say, oh, well, Chloe gave up both goals in the exhibition. They're both on PKs. Yeah, I mean – it's a 50-50 chance she's giving up a goal. And it, just, I don't, I don't it even sucks they you, both happen to her. Yeah, I don't even think you can say it's a 50-50 chance. I mean, she's... Like, I'm, like you put Peyton or Katie Bond, Bond oh, the no, freshman you, in there. They're giving up both those goals. Right, it's not... And it's just a guess. There's yeah. nothing then Chloe guessed wrong. But, I mean, not on her. It's not her fault if there's a foul in the box. She didn't commit it. No. So we're excited about that. They're going to play Lipscomb on Sunday, too. Yeah, that's going to be a good time. In other news, Terry Taylor made the professional debut last week. In Las Vegas, Nevada, for the NBA Summer League. How'd that go? Pretty well, once you finally made it. Yeah, when they finally put him in, they started winning, right? They sure did finally win when I they put him in. I'm just saying it's a direct correlation. Yeah, look, I mean, well, and it wasn't just started winning. Started housing teams. Started dump trucking fools. Yeah. All three, all three of the wins when Terry was in were like 15, 20, 30 billion points in the case of that Blazers game. But, you know, I'm sure there's no correlation there. I'm sure there's not at all. Not a bit. Not even a little bit. Anyway, next anyway. steps Next steps for him will be training camp in September. If your ears have not been poisoned enough by me at this point, did a very fun podcast with Terry on location in Las Vegas last week that you should check out and patronize because that is your civic duty as an Austin P fan. That sums it up. That does sum it up. We wrap a lengthy first part of this podcast with more FCS watch list shenanigans. Cordell Jackson, Draylon Ellis, both on preseason FCS watch list, as they should be. As they should be. Because they were both on, they were both finalists for their respective awards last year. Draylon for the freshman of the year, Cordell for defensive player of the year. Yeah, Draylon's on what, the Walter Payton? No, uh, it's the. Uh, Jerry Rice. No, Jerry Rice, no, no, yeah, no, Jerry Rice was a freshman, so he's a Walter Payton. Payton yeah. And Cordell's on the uh, Buck Buchanan watch list. Yep, sure is. You know who's not on the watch list? Jack McDonald. Jack McDonald. Who are we going to have to fight? It's just the disrespect that really bothers me. And I don't say that to take away anything from Draylon or Cordell, because they are amazing. Two of the five best football players who have come through here in all the time I've been at Austin P. That doesn't necessarily say a lot until you start factoring in for like the last five or six years. Who are the five best football players you've seen here at Austin P? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Ew. Obviously Cordell. Cordell's one. Javon Craig. <sighs> Javon. No, nah, I don't know if I'm putting him too. I'm not going any kind of order. I'm just going. Oh, five. okay, okay, okay. Javon's it, in the five. Oh, yeah, he's in the five. Kentel Williams. Kentel, Draylon. Oh, boy, it gets. Maybe a Juan Terrius Bryant. Maybe a tiny more. Kyron is a good choice. Uh, DJ. DJ just wasn't here that oh, long. Oh, D'Angelo Wilson. Oh, yeah. Has I mean, to be on the list somewhere. There's also D'Angelo Wilson. I mean, my goodness. Kyle Anderton. It's hard to say. I mean, can you give Kyle success? Can you can you highlight I Kyle think that for the, success? I think the correlation of Austin P winning goes right in hand with Kyle Anderson showing up. Well, yeah, but it also goes right in hand with a bunch of other people Joseph showing up Smith. too. Josephus Smith. Yeah, it's just there's there's no correlation that all all these guys had their individual brilliance in some capacity. We haven't even said Jeremiah Oatesfall. 
We sure haven't said Jeremiah. He's there, he belongs in this conversation. Well, you said five and it got quick. It got five. You know, I, I found five in a hurry. How neat is it that we're good at football? How is it that we've we, we've saturated our football greatness in two very distinct periods of time? <laughs> right now in those that sixty that, that late sixties to late seventies era. Speaking of our football greatness, the Govs are ranked in just about every preseason poll. As they should be. Who's not ranked in those preseason polls? Uh, other Ohio Valley Conference teams who are not as good. The, we're doing air quotes here. Preseason all or preseason OVC favorite Murray State Racers not ranked. Somehow though they were picked to win this league, even though you know the people that do the rankings are not ranking them anywhere because they don't deserve to be. Craigley, you just got to let it go at a certain point. Nope, I will let it go when we just. Put 40 on them, and I dig up all the buried tweets and destroy you all on Twitter. Well, that's a charming and heartwarming little segue into this week's interview with me at Clark of the Austin. Awesome. So right Our student athletes with the semester looming and sophomore catcher Mia Clark of the softball team is one of many looking forward to a semester that's hopefully a little more normal than what she and many like her experienced in the last academic year. And I guess we'll start there. Uh, Mia, start for starters, welcome in. And for second, what are you hoping to get out of your first normal year of college? <laughs> um, kind of more like in-person classes, I guess you could say. Like everything was online, so it's kind of hard to adjust, like teaching yourself. Um, I only had one in-person class last year. And I liked it, so I'm looking forward to more in-person classes and um, I guess like meeting more people because it was kind of just athletes in the dorm last year, so we didn't really get to, you know, meet everybody. Um, so yeah. So normal college, the yes. the college you were promised, basically. Yes. So why Austin P? Um, when I came here, it felt a lot like home. Like I'm from like you know kind of a small town. Um, and I like that, and um, I wanted to come to Tennessee because I don't know why. I've just always wanted to come here, so it was kind of perfect. Um, like, the coaches really made, like, a big difference in, like, why I wanted to come here, so. How did you end up behind the plate? Um, during, like, T-ball, you know, when I was little, uh, there was no catcher on the team, and my dad was like, put the gear on, you're going back there, and I kind of just stuck, and I've never, I mean, I've played other positions, but I really like catching. So, your first year, what did you notice the most as far as the difference between high school and college? Um, I wouldn't say too much, but probably, like, the amount of work that you have to put in. Like, practices were, like, a lot more, like, tough and, like, every day, whereas, like, high school, I mean, you know, every day after school, but it was kind of, like, joking around. Like, this is, like, serious. Like, this is, like, college softball, which, I mean you expect to get oh it's like anywhere but like I would say probably the amount of work that you have to put in and like weights um conditioning you know everything is that something that you had a lot of experience with coming um, before you came in I have been weightlifting since I was in like middle school so like 
that was that's my favorite thing. I love to lift. I do CrossFit actually. Um, it's my favorite. Justin, our trainer, does not like that. I do CrossFit, but that's okay. Um, not really big on the conditioning. Not a big runner. Rather lift heavy. Um, Justin definitely likes that part. Yes, but like practice-wise, I played for like a, a pretty competitive like travel team. So I would drive to Georgia every weekend, six hours, and I would practice for four, turn around, come right back home, and do it again the next weekend unless we had a tournament. How do you feel heading into the second year compared to the first? Because the first, one, we didn't know what anything was going to look like. Two, it was your first year of college. Now that you've kind of got your acclimation to you a little bit, you know not not just the game, but like your coach's expectations and how to reach that. How are you feeling about it? I will say freshman year I was very anxious. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, I guess you could say. Um, this year I know what what's expected from me, from the coaches. Um, I kind of know how things are going to go, but also we didn't have a fall season last year. So I'm really looking forward to like playing in the fall games. Um, I know there's like an alumni game, which is pretty cool. I've never done that. So I guess just like a normal season where we actually get to play all of our games. Coach K, you've talked a little bit about her impact. What does she bring to this team just as far as the leadership aspect and everything else? She's unlike any softball coach that I feel like we've ever had around here. Yeah, I, I think she's just like a good role model for everybody. Like she's been there through college softball. Like she played herself. Um, she just like she just wants you to be better. She wants you not only a better athlete, but like a better person too. And I think that has a lot to do with like everybody on the team. Like they really like that. I'm a little bit disappointed that you didn't bring the specs in today. I didn't. Um, this is for game days. Just game days. I wear my practice too. Um, I have my regular glasses, but just didn't even think about it. So what what leads to the decision to go with? the specs versus contacts or anything else so um i've actually never i've never played with glasses before um i've always had glasses i just didn't really think of it um we were in the i in the indoor like the football facility one time i was like, i can't see the ball i was like i just can't she was like go get your regular glasses and bring them to practice so i did and i was like this is a game changer and the reason for no contacts i'm actually scared to touch my eyeball um, That's a fair reason. My dad was like, just go get contacts. Like, this is stupid. You don't need these glasses. And I was like, I'm not touching my eye. Like, I was, like, freaking out about it. Um, went and got a pair of Oakleys, and everything's changed. So you hit, what, 400 in high school not being able to see the ball? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> You're the oldest of three or four? Three. Three. So what kind of what kind of model do you set for your younger siblings at home? Um, really couldn't tell you. I try to have a good example, but like I'm very childish, so I get along with them easy because they're so much younger than me. Um, but I was the only child for a long time, so them like coming in and I was like already like nine, eight, nine. It was it was a big adjustment, but we like to like goof off and have fun. So, so being having that kind of gap what was your first thought when your first sibling showed up i don't like this is basically what i told my mom um she grew on me my little sister i mean we're pretty close now but i didn't i wasn't like a fan that first <laughs> how long did that take to get over um maybe a couple years like we went to like see them in the hospital and i like didn't hold her i like refused i just like couldn't do it 
I don't know why. No, that makes sense. I mean, I, I'm five years different with my brother, and we're good now, but it took 20-ish years. Yeah. Your parents, describe the the influence that they've had on your life and how they've shaped you into the young lady you are today. Um, my mom, she's a trooper. She's been through everything, highs and lows with me, helped me through everything. Um, really, like, whenever I need to talk, I go to her. Um, my dad taught me, I guess, you know, your worth that your work ethic is everything um he's worked hard to like where he is now like with his job and stuff and like he's my coach so obviously he you know put all the time in for softball but yeah I did a light some light uh social media stalking of them they seem to be really really proud of you yeah um I mean I guess being the oldest that kind of comes with it um but my dad he played like sports in high school my mom played soccer um, my dad played college football, so um, he wanted me to like have that experience. What is there to do in Brown Summit, North Carolina, when you're not uh, playing softball? Um, I will say we go like riding our four wheelers. Um, I do a lot of shopping, maybe a little too much, way too much. Um, go out to eat. We like to have bonfires. So it's true small town life. Um, it's a small town, but, like, you can get into town, like, Target, all that, within, like, 15 minutes, so. And the closest, you're close to Greensboro? Yes. Okay. Can you sing a little George Strait? I don't know what I would sing. I don't know. I don't know if I want to sing on here. <laughs> well, they let me talk every week. That's my, the way I talk is way more embarrassing than whatever your singing voice is going to be. I don't know. Maybe the singing ha- can't come out right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what, why George Strait? Because I I like George Strait. I'm a lot older than you. I kind of figured that my generation was the last. We were like, yeah, George is the man. So um, what's... No, king of country music, you know? Like, I, I really am, like, a big fan of, like, older country. Um, that's mainly what I listen to. Um, unless I'm, like, working out. It's, like, rap, but... Like, I just really like his music. That's fair. A lot. Mia, what is your favorite word? Um, I don't know, actually. I don't think I have one. That's hard. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a difficult follow-up then. What is your least favorite word? Moist. It's actually a very popular one. Who or what inspires you? Probably my parents. What is the last book you read for fun? Uh, couldn't tell you. What is your worst habit? Biting my nails. What app on your phone gets the most use? Uh, Snapchat, TikTok, or this game that I play. Gardenscapes. Or Homescapes. Homescapes? You, like, beat a bunch of levels and, like, you build a home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Um... I would say getting gas by myself at night. That always freaks me out. What is your idea of happiness? Um, being surrounded by good people, a good home-cooked meal, and good music. What is your idea of misery? None of those things. <laughs> what makes you self-conscious? Ooh, uh, a lot of things. Uh... 
Probably like being at the beach, like in a bikini. I don't know. What is the most embarrassing song you love? Mm. These are hard. Mm-hmm. Um. If it was easy, I'd have called anybody and had them come do it. <laughs> I really don't know. I feel like embarrassing song. I couldn't tell you. How would you prefer to die? Probably in my sleep. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? A dog. Because dogs are just angels sent from heaven. That's true. What might prompt you to lie? If I don't want to get in trouble. What makes you hopeful? Um, being successful and like having a good career and like a set life, I guess. What is our purpose in life? To do what you love so you never have to work a day in your life. Regardless of who it is, what is one question you'd ask the next guest? Um, oh, I don't know. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm, does pineapple belong on pizza? It's a very good question, and I have very firm opinions about that. What do you think? Pineapple does belong on pizza. Is that so? That's actually my favorite thing to eat. Hawaiian pizza. Really? Yes. Huh. A few weeks ago, Michael Treadwell asked, Are alternate realities real? What does that mean? Like, alternate realities from the timeline you and I are currently experiencing. I think I think Michael Treadwell really got into Loki a lot whenever that was popular on Disney+. Plus. I have no idea what that is. Okay. I'm going to guess you're in the no camp on that front then. Probably. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so what is, what are your goals? What are your hopes? And what are you wanting to get out of the, the rest of your time here with us at Austin P? Um, obviously, I want to graduate. I mean, who doesn't? Um, Softball-wise, I want to start. Um, I want to have a really high batting average, and I want to be known as a good player who played here. <laughs> Worthy goals. What yeah. about long-term? What are, what are your plans post-college? Do you um, know yet? That I could not tell you. Um, I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. May as well be the philosophy you take with you. Man, thank you so much for coming in today. I really appreciate it. Thanks to Mia Clark for coming in and giving us a few minutes out of her day as she and every Austin student-athlete prepare for what is sure to be an interesting return to campus for the 2021-22 academic year. They're all here. They're getting here. They're all here. They're all getting here. It's going to be a good time. As we look ahead this week, soccer and volleyball regular seasons opening up this very evening, Thursday night as you listen to this because 
we're recording it on Wednesday, and I don't know why anybody cares about any of these parts of the details, but Thursday, volleyball, soccer, opening up volleyball at Middle Tennessee, soccer at Western Kentucky. These are regular season games that count towards the standings. Casey, are you excited? I am. I'm glad they're back in the fall. I am, too. It's temperate and mild. Sunday's uh, exhibition it, No, it was, is not temperate and mild at soccer. It was hot. It was very hot. Sunday's was fun. I okay, felt great. Okay, but the one before that was hot. Very well, hot. Yeah, it was. It's Luckily, hot. the home opener for soccer, 7 o'clock at night. Also, s- no, not September, is it? Uh, no. Close to it. Close enough. Uh, the 27th, I believe. Close enough. We, hey, except for that 4 o'clock game we have to do before then. But then uh, it, whatever. Yeah, we'll power yeah. through. We'll, we'll figure it out. Women's soccer. Also, Lipscomb on Sunday. So, a couple of big matches right okay. out the gate. Tough matches for the Govs to start the season. Going to find out what they got in those dozen freshmen uh, quite soon. Stash Bash 21, also Sunday at Fortera Stadium. A lot of different and interesting things going on there. You will, unfortunately, be subject to the dulcet tones of me yelling gibberish over the microphone again because people like that, I've been told. Also, there are many better things to do there that it should day. be just a live PCAST event. Me and you both mic'd up. I don't think that would be good for anyone. It'd be great for. Anyone. I don't think anybody wants that. Not one person. We could record while we're doing it, and then we could podcast it out to everybody later. Yeah. So torture them twice. <laughs> well, the general public can't come to Stash Bash, can they? No. So they go to get to listen to everything that student athletes get. General public, get at us if this is something that you want. <laughs> Otherwise, we're not going to. Uh, as summer winds to close, we've had a lot of different academic things uh, go down over the last few weeks. The OVC announcing all the different academic honors cases. Let me hit you with some of the numbers. Bring it on. For this. Five OVC team academic achievement honors. Is that for, good? That's good. When you've got 16 sports, that's, that's good. almost a third of them being the best. It's pretty good. You'll take it. More than half of our 350 Austin student-athletes named to the commissioner's honor roll. Is that good? That is quite good. It's good. I don't think it's as many as we had the year before, but the percentage is much better. More than half is a good quality number. No, I'm, I know. I'm just saying, like, total-wise, but, like, percentage, we're cooking. We're cooking in the grades. 23 governors earned the OVC Academic Medal of Honor, possessing 4.0 GPAs, the highest in their particular sport across the entire league. Hats off to them. 23 is a pretty sizable number as well. Yeah, no, yeah. Very, very good for all of them. And then, as we get more team-centric, the GCAA All-American Scholars for Men's Golf, the ABCA Team Academic Excellence for Baseball? Yes. Yes. You sure? Yes, sure. it's baseball. You're, that is baseball. You're, you're not as confident as that I was baseball. hoping you'd be when that I asked. That is baseball. Volleyball won some team awards, too. And then Carlisle Shooting and the track program got USTFCCCA all academic honors. Carlisle got it by herself. The track team got it as a group. What a long initial that is. Yeah. Oh, oh type, th- type that out. USTFCCCA. United States Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association. They've got to come up with something better. Their business cards are rulers. It's got, they've got to come up with something better. Speaking of coming up with something better. Oh, that's how you segue, folks. Look at that. Uh, There he is, midseason form. You've known it for years as the Department of Student Athlete Success at Austin P. Well, now, rebrand time. It's Govs 360. Boom, boom, smoke bomb. 
explosion. You will be hearing and reading plenty more about this exciting new development under the auspices of Ryan Combs at the helm of that particular department. He is also the person that you can contact for community service opportunities in the greater Clarksville communities. We are back, and so are the opportunities to go and do some good around Clarksville. In the meantime, you know what you should do? Um, no. Oh, perfect. You should follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P. If you want to find all of our individual team accounts, rebranded at Govs and then the sport now. Nice little short new name on Twitter. Looks nice and good, huh? Go check it out. I will. I will do that. And then uh, when you're done with that, shout out to our friend Eric, or excuse me, our friends Robin and Carter, and that guy Eric that works down the hall for all the uh, stuff they're doing on <laughs> yeah. social media. Our, our, our friends Carter and Robin and their baggage. Yeah, their, Eric. their guy Eric that also occupies an office with them. Let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey, go to Bush. Myself got stuff going on over there all the time. Shout out to Alex Allard, summertime intern extraordinaire, for pitching in and helping out. You'll probably see more of his stuff over the next weeks, months, possibly even years, as we slowly uh, torture him into insanity, just the same way we did Casey, ultimately d- allowing him to become a broken husk of a human being who. What are you laughing at? <laughs> you got to finish it or what? What are you laughing at, you soulless abomination? <laughs> finish the sto- Finish it. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're very happy to have Alex around. Are you? I said we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know, the football season is starting up. Is it? Yeah. I hadn't heard anything. You know what you're going to need if you want to come watch the guys at Fort Harris Stadium? Eyeballs. You're going to need eyeballs. That's number one. Legs. You're going to need legs. Once those eyeballs and legs, they can only get you so far. They can't get you in the stadium. You're going to need a oh, ticket. Oh, body. you have got to have a body, not gonna, you got to have a ticket. How do you get a ticket? You get on the phone with Touring John. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Football tickets on sale now. Basketball tickets on the horizon. Touring John is on it. Touring John, no longer stationed in the Dunn Center. Yeah, he is in Fort Stadium. If you guys want to go knock on the ticket window at Fort Stadium, he would love Touring, some company. Touring John would – love to have some visitors. Like the blinds might be closed, but that's only because he doesn't want the sun shining in them all day, maybe. It, might, it is hot. It gets hot box. in there. you got to keep the AC going and the blinds closed. You walk up there and you give a little... I'm sure Johnny rolled down the blinds and chat with you. He comes over here to chat with us occasionally. He does, and we love, we love seeing two-ring John over here. Oh, John needs some company over there, folks. Go talk to him. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating, view on the podcast, five stars, five stars. And if you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local on-camp event we shut up. Yell at Casey for no discernible reason whatsoever. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Shout out to JLo's dad. Shout out to Steve Willard. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to all our student athletes getting back on the campus. How we have missed you so. Love yourselves. Love each other. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Goodbye. Thank you.